BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I am Corey. I am Julie. And this is our Year in Review podcast episode. The day is December 30th and we are going to talk about everything that happened to us this year, what we're expecting next year, etc, etc. How you doing today, Julie? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, it's yeah. that you know weird time of the year when either everybody's off or you've got those, you know gurus who are hustling hard to prove that they are in front of everybody else separation season yeah Yeah. that's stupid season it's dumb it's really dumb everybody's on vacation uh i'm not on vacation this is actually the week when i get probably the most work done because it's really quiet but it's just all cleanup stuff it's because everybody's on vacation Yes. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we talked about this last week when we were doing our staff meeting or, or one of the meetings we had, calls or whatever. It was just the calendar's super light this week. It is. And it it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's also, it's like one of those things where it's like that double-edged sword where you're excited to have a light calendar, but you're also like, gulp, we need more, we, we need more clients. But in yeah. this case, it's just that people are on vacation. We've got a lot of like clients cancel for the week, which has been nice. Yeah, I'm not complaining one I'm not, bit. I'm not complaining either. Not about that anyway. I'm sure I got other stuff I'll complain about today. But sure. It's like we're reversing roles here. Oh, all right. So this episode is now Julie complains about everything. Go, Julie. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I really don't have anything to complain about. I got okay. nothing. I got nothing. Nothing, really? Mm-mm. What's your biggest complaint of 2021? Uh, Ooh. I don't, I would have to say, well, I know how good long pauses are for, for podcasts. Yeah, especially because nobody can see you thinking. (laughs) Right. I think for me, my biggest complaint of 2021 is how long the nonsense of this pandemic has gone on and how many people continue to just go with the flow so that they can get through it, not realizing that they're the reason it's not ending. I'm just really over I'm over that. I'm over all of that. Like, just stand up. Stand up for your rights. Defend the Constitution. Defend the Bill of Rights. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. That's that's my biggest complaint. Mainstream media. Mainstream media. Can we just get rid of them? Flush them all down the toilet. I don't think we can, unfortunately. Well, they're not working with us. They're working against us. That is a fact. They are really just the propaganda machine of the government. But now I'm way, way... I saw this meme yesterday that reminded me of you, but I didn't send it to you because I'm trying not to fill your text messages with dumb stuff anymore. I saw a meme that was basically that said, I feel like all my friends that called me a conspiracy theorist owe me an apology. Yes. One thing that um, is true is that all conspiracy theories eventually become true. Sure. They're, They're conspiracy facts. Right. It's like, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and fact? 
Six months. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, we should have warned everybody to put their tinfoil hat on prior to this conversation. Well, I don't. Yeah. But this is just short lived because we're really going to talk about the year and review and the year sure. forward. So. Well, my biggest complaint yeah. for 2021, everybody's still blaming COVID for everything. It's yeah. such a stupid fucking scapegoat these days. Oh, I can't do that because of COVID. I'm late because of COVID. I didn't do my job. Because of COVID. No, fuck off. You've had an entire like year and a half, almost two years now, to figure this shit out. You can't blame COVID anymore. You just suck at your job. Or you're just a weak-ass individual. There you go. There are a lot of, I'm just going to say it, there's a lot of weak motherfuckers in this country, right? And um, people just blaming COVID for everything. Like, my house is being foreclosed on. It's COVID's fault. Like, everything is COVID's fault, and it's just... It's it's so ridiculous, and I can't remember. Oh, I know it was when we had Ian Smith on last week, and we were talking when when we were recording with him. What he reminded me of was the very reason that we recorded that series, that special series in December of 2020. I think we called it "You're Not Alone" or something like that. Where oh we, uh, the the four Saturdays we did yes yeah. and he, because the reason that I had wanted to record that series my why for that series which was probably different than your why was that there were so many people who were caught in this fringe group that were that people didn't even realize existed right where and Ian said it like he didn't qualify for anything right and there were a lot of people who didn't requ- qualify for anything and weren't making any money and had to figure it out on their own. And, and those are the people that figured it out. Those are the survivors. So those are the people who aren't sitting around saying, oh, it's COVID's fault. Those are the people who, are, who rose up, did what they needed to do, and are still, and they have lived to fight another day, and their businesses are probably thriving at this point. But, man, I'm, I'm with you. I'm tired of hearing people blame COVID. And that's the way that most people should be, or most business owners, is, fuck, like this situation, whatever it is, it could be COVID, it could be the, the anything, aliens invading. All right, we're just going to figure out a way and we're going to forge ahead. We're just going to keep going. And mm-hmm. that's the way that businesses should, and most businesses do, like act. It is All right, here's this new list of mandates we have to follow. We'll figure out a way around it. And not around it, sometimes around it. But we'll figure out a way to function within mm-hmm. whatever it is. And, and that's the way that it should be. And, and it's just... It's really frustrating. I see a lot of stuff. I, I spend more time on liberal news sources than you do. Um, just watching and reading everybody who's just like, oh, I guess it's just time to give up. Everybody just lay down, roll over, and call it quits. It's like, no, you just keep moving forward. Just keep working. I feel working. like you just said I'm in an echo chamber and I only review conservative news sites. I said I spend more time in liberal sources than you do. Right. Why would you make that assumption? Because I know it's true. How do you know it's true? Because I know it's true. Because I know where you spend your time. And I'm just saying I spend more time. I didn't say you didn't spend any time. I spend more time. Where do I spend my time? I mean, you're on the Daily Wire. Probably, I don't know. This is terrible podcast, right? No, now. not really, because I you I I feel like you, I feel like you made a pretty big assumption about. Well, I, no, you assumed what I was saying. I said that I spend more time than you do. I didn't say you spend zero time. 
I didn't spend you say you spend a hundred percent of your time or, or whatever. <laughs> I spend more time than you do out there in the liberal news world. That was a very dramatic pause. That was. Was that because you were no measuring your words? No, I just I don't understand where you got that jump to. You live in an echo chamber because I didn't say that yeah. at all. Correct. You I can't that. wait for you to go back and listen to this again. I no, I I'm not confused over what you said. You said I spend more time on liberal news sites than you do. Yeah, yeah. And that but, was it. And then you said I feel like you just said. I live in an echo chamber. Yeah, and I didn't say that at all. Yeah. Because I was talking about me, not you. Right. This was about me, right. not you. Well, for the record, I, I don't, I don't, I don't visit CNN. I don't, but I, I feel like social media is pretty much a liberal news source. Sure. <laughs> and CNN's great for a laugh every once in a while. Yeah, I don't really go there. I mean, if I want to laugh, I'm going to go to the Babylon Bee, which it must be really hard for those cats to come up with headlines at this point because pretty much everything they would normally write as like sarcasm or just complete nonsense is actually true at this point. I did see a funny meme about that. They're like, the Babylon Bee has uh, closed its doors because they've run out of things. Everything, everything is true. <laughs> yes. I know. I did. I did see that they actually did an. They did an actual interview with Elon Musk. I can't believe you missed that. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, they did. It came out maybe last week. You'll have to go back and check. Check your sources. Okay, it's out there. Yeah, no, I will. All right. I'll hit refresh on the uh, the old computer screen here. Yeah, well, let's do jump that. Back, <laughs> jump back into the year in review. All um, right. So let's talk about what we accomplished this year. I don't know. What did we accomplish? You go first. Well, I think we had a good year. We had a bunch of new clients. We did have a new bunch of new clients. types of clients, too. And never ceases to amaze me what we started off doing versus what we're doing now what we thought people wanted versus what we're actually like doing with our clients we thought that we were going to help people in existing businesses we're still working with like i mean we've shifted our entire kind of uh, our, our focus to people who have businesses but they need help just kind of figuring shit out yeah yeah, we, and still, you know, one of the biggest things that we do is help people launch new businesses, which is really, it's nice. It's nice to know that, you know, we're, that's not slowing down, that people are still starting businesses. And honestly, I think it's more important than ever that people are starting businesses. Um, what was the question that you asked? What's the biggest thing we learned? Uh, our biggest accomplishment. Oh, oh, well, maybe getting a radio show. That was pretty significant. Yeah. Getting to audition for supermarket sweeps. I think that for me was our, or for, for myself, that was like the biggest surprise that I had. It's like that they're like, like I know, we know for the most part who's in our network, who listens to our podcast, who reads our blogs, who follows us. Yeah. But there are just strangers out there who stumble across us and it's just weird. Like our radio show, I, I'm still not sure um, exactly how it is, like how it happened, but I, I mean, I know how it happened, but just some random dude in Arizona listens to our show and told his boss who happens to be a producer for voice America. I don't know if that's true or not. Sounds like it's true, but is that the story you're telling yourself? I don't know. That's the story that I was told. <laughs> I didn't talk to D. 
Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have <laughs> yeah, that no, conversation. That's what, that's, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, good. That's so weird. I got that right. But but the like the the supermarket sweeps one was by far weirder in yeah. my opinion. Oh yeah, you sent me that email and you're like, is this a scam? I mean, because they liked your reels. Sure. Yours. Not mine, yours. And that's not me like feeling bad for myself. That's me like you but your reels are very entertaining. And I think for the most part, you don't see them coming because, you know, you're kind of curmudgingly. Curmudgingly? Sure. Curmudgingly? I don't even know what that word is. You just made it up. I'll I'll run with it. Yeah, go with it. Check Webster's later. It'll be on there. It will be. Absolutely. It will. Absolutely. It's now a word officially. But yeah, so it's just interesting how that just shows you the power of social media and in some ways the power of a network, because I was thinking about this the other day, almost with rare exception, pretty much, I, I would say 90% of the people that I talk with on a regular basis from a business perspective that are not clients are, I am connected to as a direct result of social media, right? Now, some of them like it, it only tangentially, well, you can't say direct result and then tangentially, can you? That doesn't really work together. But I will say this. Tony Watley. I know Tony. I, you know, got to know Tony. We While we were both in Arte together, I really didn't know Tony in Arte. Where I got to know Tony was Clubhouse. And then he invited me to like his page, like any good networking person would do. Hey, like my page on Facebook. And I did. And I realized it was this really cool community. And then he was like, hey, I'm putting on this event in Montana. Why don't you come to it? And I was like, well, that sounds amazing. So I went. And then I met all these other people. And I, your network just like spiders out. But, I mean, I could probably attribute 30 people to Tony Watley that had I not built that relationship with Tony, I don't know that I don't have those other relationships. Same with Callie Keene, right? Callie is because of Clubhouse. And that's, I mean, and I know, I, and again, Callie and I were both in Arte together, but... I know Callie because of Clubhouse and then that relationship just flourished. So it's just it's just kind of interesting to think my the people that I associate with most closely at the tail end of 2021 it's very very different than what it looked like in 2020. And the the funny thing uh, like the weird thing about Callie for example is he doesn't live too far away from Richmond. No, oh, yeah, and he's just so up the road. it's just like uh, a, a weird connection to say oh wait we're like you meet in this giant network this giant you know worldwide social group to find out oh you're like an hour and a half away from me right like we could literally hang out socially yes exactly yeah it's just it's crazy it's crazy weird so all right well why don't we you want to take a break and then come back and we'll actually dig into some of these questions that we have sounds good okay so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. All right, welcome back to the show. We are doing our year in review and a little bit of a look ahead to the year in the future. 
no guests today. It's just me and Corey. So, Corey, what accomplishment are you most proud of from 2021? I keep wanting to say 2020. It's like I forgot that this whole year happened. It really feels like 2020 is just a really, really long year. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so I'll allow that. Um, I'm just going to start saying this year. This year, perfect. Yeah. What is... Uh, what accomplishment are you most proud of? Hmm. I'd say um, our just everything that we're doing, like it's not one thing, but like growing our brand. Like I feel like we're doing a really good job of growing the SB Pace brand. And that includes Certivium. It's, I mean, I, I think Certivium is going to take off and do really well for those of the you out there who don't know what certivium is, check it out. It's nice in the show job. notes. Nice plug. Yeah. <laughs> certivium <laughs> is the business we're most likely to forget about. Yes. Which my, is terrible. That, that's my New Year's resolution. Remember to promote this other business that we started. I know. I was talking to Stacy over the weekend, and she asked me, I, I was telling her I was going to do something with, like, you know, some sales leads or something. And she said, is that just for SB Pace? And I was like... I'm no longer considering Certivium and SB Pace as separate entities when it comes to sales. I am working on both of them, Stacey. And she was like, oh, good answer. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like scratching out. You're like, oh, remember to pitch Certivium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that we're, uh, I think we're doing a really good job of promoting ourselves, the mm -hmm. brand, the business. Uh, BizQuick, Defeat the Chaos. We started a radio show, which was awesome. I think that's going to do really well. Um, I don't know. I think that's our biggest accomplishment is just continuing to grow. Okay. What about you? I would say that our biggest accomplishment is that we have been really consistent in the things that we've been doing. We've never missed a Tuesday or Thursday with the podcast. And that's pretty huge because, you know, a lot of people start it and they just ditch it. Um, Project 365, which has been an enduring testament to consistency because we have published a video every day for a year it'll end on march 14th of 2022 but whoo that has been you know that date off the top of your head well i do because we started on march 15th and we're going 365 days we can we can extend it if you want i absolutely do not want to know <laughs> right it might also go down as our worst decision of 2021 yes. was to start that but honestly i think that it's important to build consistency right because that's just that's how you grow your business so i think those little things that we started to do and continue to do are those are big accomplishments for us and and not giving up on it because as we've said many times like winning is a fucking grind it is not fun and sexy winning is boring very boring yeah yeah, so if you want to win, prepare, be prepared to be bored. <laughs> yes, very bored. And, <laughs> and and like you should find comfort in that boredom mm -hmm. because you know that things are running well. Like it, it, like if there are no surprises coming your way, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. Yes, I agree. I agree. You want to ask me the next question? Um, yes. Um, sorry, I'm looking at my notes right now. So uh, can you read it? Yes, I can. Okay. Thinking back to last year at this time, so mm -hmm. a full 12 months ago, mm -hmm. what is the biggest difference, like like the biggest shift that we did? Well, if you went back and told yourself, you know, back in time in a time machine 12 months ago, we're doing this right now, 
what would surprise Julie in 2020 of December? Ooh, that's a good question. And one that I didn't have anything prepared for in advance. Yes. <laughs> Curveball. Yeah. I think what would surprise me the most is the realization of how many people are just giant posers when it comes to being in business, right? How many people, when you really like want to look under the covers of what they're actually doing or how successful they are, that you would be stunned because they're just not, it's not what you think. And social media plays such a pivotal role in that where people are just really conditioned to pretend that there's something that they're not right. Because I, I, I used to feel like, and, the, and how I'm going to tie this back to specifically to us is I went into, you know, December of 2020 feeling like, you know, we've been in business for nine months now and we're not successful yet. What's wrong with us? And I would say here we are in December of 2021 and we've had some success, but I don't think we're successful yet. I think we've got, we've got a lot to do yet before we can say like, yes, we are successful. And I think there are still, it's still, we still have to question like, will this business survive? Because it's, this is hard fucking work. And it's, there are, there are no easy days, right? There might be easy moments, some easy wins, but I, I think that I'm surprised at the, the, the mental growth, the mental toughness growth that we've had to have to know that we want to continue to endure and grow this business. And at, knowing that we're not where we want to be and that's okay. That's so really a lot of self reflection for me, but just mostly built upon the fact that I can now clearly see who's just fucking lying on social media and who's not, you know, and, and that, you know, little key things like, Hey, I forex my revenue. Well, how do your expenses look over there, buddy? (laughs) How much money, how much money did you spend on advertising? Was your revenue $50 prior to that? Right on. Like, just like, you know, when you, you can use multipliers and it doesn't mean shit, but people do it because they don't want to say what the real number is. Right. And so it's like that, you know, uh, we we can get into it. We'll get into it later, but yeah, that's me. How about you? Well, uh, just all, you know, on that same topic there, like the blog that we just released yesterday, um, the like uh, we track our revenue from mm-hmm. August to July, mm-hmm. and that's because we didn't start making money until August. Mm-hmm. We went five months without a penny mm-hmm. in the bank account. And oh, by the way, we didn't make a ton in August. No. <laughs> <laughs> just but just, we were just so you know <laughs> we were positive and not negative in August. So. Yes, 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 yes. But you know, those are the things that people don't talk about. Is like they get all oh, I'm so successful, I'm so awesome. Check out this food I made whatever on social media versus like mm, things are tough sometimes like really tough look at this food i didn't make because i couldn't afford it right right <laughs> you know? and i think that's one of the things that's that's a disservice that coaches air quotes coaches oh, what about gurus and gurus i was gonna say coaches and gurus do to their clients is they they make them seem like you know that overnight success is normal and it's not like that overnight success is like three four five years in the making Right. And so you have to decide really early on, 
do I, do I personally have what it takes to gut this out until we're successful? Am I willing to give up, you know, things that like, look, before we, be, before we started SP Pace, I mean, I, I was making well over six figures. I'm not making six figures now, you know? And so it's like, what do you cut well, if out? You count the decimal points. Sure. Yes. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it, there is a big, big difference and you have to decide, will I gut that out? Do I, am I, do I want this? Do I want this business more than I want, you know, to be able to take those fancy vacations all the time, but I, I don't want to work for the man and you got you got to figure it out. And that's a, it, I don't know if, I think in your position, my position is a little different because that work required travel almost a hundred percent living out of a hotel, living out of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little bit different than I think that like some people were, it's just like, Oh, I'm working 30 minutes away from where I am. Like the commute, I mean, I, I used to drive to Philly every week. You know, I spent mm-hmm. my Sundays driving to Philly and my mm-hmm. Thursday nights. And uh, I mean, when I was uh, commuting to the West Coast and I was getting my, um, you know, I was back in school, I'd catch the red eye back every Thursday night with just enough time to come home, shower, and make it to class on time. Mm-hmm. And I probably still stunk of the alcohol that I drank at the bar the night before so I could Sure. Sleep on the flight. On the flight, yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to leave. I used to catch a 5 a.m. flight every Sunday out of Minneapolis to head to Santa, San Jose, California, so that I wasn't fucked on Monday with the time change. And then, so I gave up, and then I'd fly. I'd catch a 5 a.m. flight home on Friday morning back to Minneapolis, and I would literally get home at like 4.30 in the afternoon, and I would have about 36 hours at home, and I would get back on a plane. And we did that for like a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did that for longer than a year because I was – commuting to the west coast for yeah i got fired after that so well no but i mean like i was doing it like three years prior to meeting you yeah yeah. um you know prior to you well first of all shrugging me off as a potential like help well that's because right Um, well i wasn't wrong there (laughs) (laughs) but it it, yeah like and, and like that was the thing that just annoyed me is like i went out of my way to try and make it like I, I would schedule my life around travel so that mm-hmm. I could be there on time. My favorite place to travel to was Missouri because I could leave here. I could catch the like the five forty five flight and be there at like ten a.m. So basically, get like an entire day of work. And looking back, I'm like, that was stupid. <laughs> Why would I like go out of my way to make sure that I could get to Missouri at ten a.m.? And you remember there were people on the team who that. They didn't care. They're no. rolling in at like two, three in the afternoon on a Monday because they didn't care because they're like, I'm yeah. not getting up and catching an early flight. And we were like, God, you guys are selfish. And now I'm like, they were smart. They were the smart ones. Yes. <laughs> they were the smart ones. All right. So what was your answer on that one? I don't know. What was the question? Uh, you asked me. Um, you asked me the thing that surprised me the most. Okay. Well, I didn't give an answer. Oh, well, what is your answer? What surprised me the most of 2021? Yeah, like looking back, if we were in 2020, Mm. looking ahead, what do we know now that would surprise us or what happened that would surprise us? That a lot of the ideas we have just would not actually like work out. I mean, like I thought that I, I put a lot of faith into a lot of things that we did and it just it's. It's like any idea in business is like you just keep throwing ideas out there and 
that didn't work. Try a new one. That didn't work. Try a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got this this week and going into the new year, we're moving all of our courses to YouTube to be free mm-hmm. because that was something that we tried and it didn't work out, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It helps build our brand. It helps build our credibility, but it, it, it didn't make sense for us to continue to pay for a service to host our courses. So whatever, no big deal. Yeah, I think courses is an oversaturated market. We have some good courses, but I mean, and I'm happy to give them to people for free. Yeah. It was just... Well, I don't want to get rid of that content. The hoarder in me wouldn't allow it to begin with. Right on. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's let's go in a little bit of a different direction. And you want to talk about failures? Sure. Yeah. What are some of our big failures of 2021? Well, I think I just talked about one. Our Our courses? courses, Yeah. That our courses didn't sell? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that was that yeah, that was that was a failure. Our revenue targets for the year were definitely off. Yeah. Um, but we came closer in twenty twenty one to hitting our revenue targets than we did in twenty twenty. So that's a bonus. Are you talking fiscal year or calendar year? I'm talking calendar year. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking calendar year. Are you talking about the dashboard? Because that's fiscal. I'm saying that when we set revenue goals in 2020, oh, okay. we didn't come yeah. close to gotcha. achieving them. But what we have for 2021, we're closer. We still haven't sure. hit them, but we're we are definitely yeah. closer. Well, there's still like a couple days left this I year. Know. I got to hustle hard here, man. I got to yeah. hustle hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are some other failures that we had? Um, we didn't get on supermarket sweep. We we didn't. Um, I'm a little bit glad for that, to be honest with you. But um, I don't know. I think that would have been cool. It would have been. I would have sucked at that, Corey. I know. I would have really sucked at that. I don't want like I'm okay with people knowing that I suck at things. But like, listen, there would have been billions of people watching that. I don't know about billions. Okay, well enough. I I hundreds. I would have also been terrible at it. Like in my mind, oh yeah. I mean, I used to watch Supermarket Sweep, you know, for hours on end back in the day. I probably would have just froze up and just been like, I don't know. Ramen? I, I don't know because you, you know, the things that you dislike or that you like shy away from are also the times when you shine the most. And I don't, I don't know if you realize that, right? Like you, you don't like doing reels, but your reels are spectacular. They're funny. That's one thing that we failed at. We didn't hit 10,000 views on a reel. We didn't, but we we will, and sure. we we definitely will. But I I just think I, I don't I don't know for somebody who likes to not to to never be in the limelight, right? Like you like to be in the background. You do really well in the foreground. Yeah, but I don't want to be there. I know, but you do well at it. Yeah. So I feel like you would have did okay at supermarket sweeps. I don't I don't know if that. I mean, I'm I'm glad we didn't get on there, but yeah, it's a bummer that we should have at least been asked. They're lost, man. They're I hope they're lost. listening to this podcast yeah. and they know, like, we're glad you didn't ask us because we would have said no. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and what other failures do we have? Nothing. We were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, oh, I know one of the things is that we just have to get better at vetting our clients. And I, that, I don't mean that to sound shitty. Because um, we loved all of our 2021 clients. Well, we loved Each most. and every one We of loved you. most of them. There were a few of them that were a little bit troubling. Sure. But, you know, no, no names. Just, 
we need to be better about that and setting expectations up front. We continuously and there's we got to find the right balance here because we continuously find ourselves in situations where we are there's there's over delivering and then there's what Julie and Corey do. Yes. Right, which is so far over delivering. And so find that balance because if we're not going to charge people more money, we've got to start reeling it in a little bit on yeah. how much we're doing. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And we are almost out of time. Okay. So any, uh, any last thoughts on 2021? Uh, I thought it was a good year. It was a learning year. I definitely um, am grateful for a lot of the things that happened. And I feel like SB Pace is coming out better and stronger. And I think that um, we've got a lot of reasons to look forward to some big things in 2022. How about you? I would agree. I think 2022 is going to... Um, be just like 2021 in the sense that it's going to be surprising. What we think is going to happen probably isn't going to happen, but I think that we're going to do well regardless because we aren't the type to call it quits. We are not. We are not the type to call it quits. Sometimes to our own detriment. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, is there anything that I can do for you, Corey? No. Is there anything I can do for you? I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Everything that you need to know about SB Pace and Certivium can be found in the show notes. And if you want to work with us, uh, check out some free content, connect with us on social, whatever it is, head on over to sbpace.com. We've got all the links out there, everything that you want to know about SB Pace, Certivium, Bizquick Podcast, Defeat the Chaos, everything that we do is out there. Everything. And don't forget, as Corey mentioned in the podcast, our all of our courses are now out on YouTube. Effective January 1st. You can get every course we have for free. And hey, did you guys know that you can now rate us on Spotify? That's new. So head to Spotify. And if you've listened to a few episodes there, you are able to rate us and review us. Otherwise, just download us. Download us? No. Nope. Download our podcast. Yeah. They can't do that. No. Can they download our podcast? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> download our podcast. Rate it. If you want to subscribe and give us a review, we would love that. And you can reach out about any topics. Also, as Corey mentioned, we have a radio show. It's called Defeat the Chaos. It's on the Voice America Business Channel every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Don't forget to purchase our book, Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It's the number one bestseller on Amazon. We've got a digital workbook download. And if you've already purchased and read it, rate it and review it. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick. Happy fucking New Year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>